All right, everybody, welcome to Yeah, But Still. Uh, on the line, we have Hassan Piker, and we have, um, who else do we have? Oh, Brandon. Brandon's here. We have you. What What was that? What's uh, on the, who's, yeah. Uh, who's that other guy? Oh, yeah. Um, who, uh-huh. uh, who's that? Uh, what's up, guys? What's, what's going up? on? Um, welcome to Yeah, But Still, Hassan. We've wanted to have you on for a long time. I know. I'm, I'm very excited to be on, finally. I, I, I originally thought, like, you know, what's going on? You guys aren't asking me to come on. You, you're, you're having second. You're having guests come on a second time, a third time. I'm still waiting. I'm like, all right, I guess they just don't oh, want yeah. me to be on here. It's fine, I guess. It's whatever. Well, and that now it's hard to get you on. You're streaming so much. Yeah, that's true. I'm doing 12 to 13 hours every day. For those who don't know, Hassan Piker, uh, formerly now from the Young Turks, right? Formerly? Yeah. Yep. Uh, now full-time Twitch streamer. Uh, mm-hmm. Full-time Twitch? Yeah. Full-time I Twitch didn't, streamer. Didn't know that. There's no. Uh, are you still? Uh, there's there's no like political job. No, I, I I do political or, commentary on Twitch. So I on I Twitch. Still, oh, okay. Yeah, so technically, I'm still doing. Oh, politics. full full indie. Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, I guess TYT is technically indie too, or was indie? I guess they went mainstream. But um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, no, this I, is well, I guess like uh, I don't know if we've we've really talked about this, um, but like I I mean, like we have, you know, we have like a lot of mutual friends now. Uh, you know, I see you around whatever, you know, we're we're friendly. Right. Uh-huh. But I before I knew you, I only knew of you because of the whole like, oh, Hassan Piker is the woke bay or whatever oh, uh online and i was like who the <laughs> fuck <laughs> uh yeah. and then you know and then i was like okay this this is a cool guy <laughs> i mean he's still a woke but bay. like but I well think... yeah it was i i mean that was not you didn't choose that narrative no i didn't this was I... this was uh you know i think this everyone is what, this is what happens yeah I, I think everyone who who called me that now fucking hate me because of like uh because of my uh rabid support for bernie sanders like all of the people that are really into the aesthetics of the whole oh this person is like hot and and he's a liberal realized that i wasn't a liberal um and now they're now they're mad at me i think that's all they (laughs) that's all they really care about is aesthetics ultimately yeah you've elevated to leftist chad yeah well it's great it's it's more uh it's more in line with my it is my worldview but um uh yeah no the woke bay thing was good marketing i guess i mean it worked i i i think i probably radicalized a bunch of uh <laughs> facebook moms and stuff yeah you were oh, full yes. facebook boy yeah, yeah. I, was a big I mean you're facebook. still you're still you're still thirst trapping um yeah i the corona stuff is really uh diminish my capacity <laughs> i trap. feel like that's really taken a i feel like thirst traps have absolutely taken a hit the yeah, thirst the economy thirst market is, is yeah yeah dive bombing. well there's just like less you know there's you're inside there's no natural sunlight yeah the okay maybe, maybe boomer like girl has scooped from up the, the window, entire thirst economy i yeah. know Okay, I'm done I with just, her. I'm fucking something? done with her. Yeah, you I'm guys done are both with her. fell victims. That I saw right through that. Listen, I saw Hassan I'm retweet fucking it early. done with her. I, I'm I, I done. Retweeted, I, I take credit for this. Like, I'm not me, obviously. Not me, us. But, like, <laughs> it was a perfect combination of horniness in my 
audience and also love for Bernie Sanders. So like both horniness yeah. for girls and milkers, but also horniness for Bernie Sanders. That yes. when I retweeted it early on stream, they like memed it. They were like, haha, like, you know, because I I've known her. I've known her for uh, she used to come into my Twitch chat all the time. Like I've known her for a while. Oh, right? really? Yeah. What? And oh, and huh. she was just like a random uh, Twitch streamer, like on the lower end. Uh, you know, she was. I think I, I forget what she was doing, but like she was always like a partner Twitch streamer. But, yeah. Um, I retweeted it when it had like five thousand views. <laughs> yeah, she got too and, powerful. And she then, got too powerful. And then and, the next day, I looked back and it was like, and it had like sub one k retweets at that point. And then the next day, I looked back and I was like, oh no. Does somebody <laughs> want to happened? explain this for the audience, or should I, in case people aren't uh, online? Oh, yeah, how poisoned? would you? How would you explain? It's like uh, a okay boomer. Girl. Was it even a Vine? It was like a girl in a bo- Bernie Sanders shirt. It was shirt, a TikTok. Like, no, it, it was, was a TikTok. TikTok. Oh, that's what I meant. TikTok. Like, <laughs> Jesus. And you, I don't know. You're, what, the, you're the boomer, Jack. I Holy know. Crap. Well, I'm getting boomer brain from the quarantine. But um, she's in a Bernie Sanders like uh cutoff shirt and like doing a, like a little dance too. I don't. I'm not familiar. Was that like a song that exists on TikTok, like an okay boomer song? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I think so. It was very much a thirst trap type post. That's kind of when I knew. Uh, things were gonna start making maybe taking a turn for the campaigns. When I saw that, I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is oh. I, I can't I can't say why, but this just feels bad. Something's up. <laughs> Something's up. <laughs> You're like, this is taking the campaign down. I think. It's, yeah, and you were right. right. That definitely marks it. It definitely does mark a, a shift. Yeah, like if you look at the timeline. Um, and I I didn't know that there's like a, an official Bernie Sanders TikTok. Yeah, and like she's she's on there, which I'm like, that that seems like kind of a kind of a wild decision. Yeah, on I, the on the campaign's behalf, I don't think Bernie Sanders himself was like, oh, we gotta get, <laughs> uh, we okay, gotta get Nico okay, Nico <laughs> Lol, uh, we gotta get this e girl. She's <laughs> uh, Nico yeah, Lol, like, please follow me back. <laughs> she well she's like really went like she started leaning into the um like i'm a you know i'm a sexy little girl thing i'm a baby it, i'm just a baby i'm no, yeah, she's been, really she, started she's leaning into like that. sexy baby and i was like but i feel like she doubled down that brandon's like that's my no, fucking thing dude no no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no so i i can i can attest to this because like i said i i uh i've known her for like a while. Dude, she's always been a sexy baby. <laughs> no, no, no. She's been doing. I always, always a little weirded out by it. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I think she's a very nice girl. Like, I, I, she's an incredibly nice girl. Okay, super nice. But having said that, I, I never understood that, like the the red rosy cheek thing that she did. Like, I, uh, that was always a consistent thing. Like, that's not a yeah. new. Like, that's not a new branding opportunity. I think that was an early branding opportunity that just like now is working for her i just want to clarify she was always a sexy baby so basically (laughs) we brought this up to say that uh the thirst trap market the whole thirst trap economy is shot right now absolutely plummeting meanwhile her stock rose and got i would say got inflated and now there's like backlash there i've seen yeah yeah well i I don't know i think it's all it's all real dumb guys are getting too horny yeah it is dumb yeah i mean everyone is horny right now like guys girls everyone is just like 
I mean, people are just posting ridiculous stuff all the time. I'm I'm really horny too. I mean, I'm not even hiding it, but you know. Oh yeah, you, are always you, horny. Uh, are you wife's up, Hassan? I am not. So this is a terrible time. Oh, you don't have single. a. I don't have a no no core slam piece. Quarantine Bay, I think is the. Is yeah, there's got to be a what you've said that a couple times. I feel like there's got to be a better term, Brandon. Uh, Quar- quarantine slam piece. I th- I like that more than quarantine bay. There's got to be a better one. Uh, quarantine slam piece sounds like Brandon is making a pivot to barstool. Yeah, like he's just yeah. He's just you a, know, yeah. we're today today we're talking about smokes. Yeah, <laughs> take, I, I, I like show that. Is <laughs> even better. Yeah, Brandon went from it has a more you know, mystique the, to it. Slam piece. It sounds like something you like chop wood on. You know. <laughs> He went from he went from you know Your fit girl, picks you, in the fashion phase to fully now the barstool phase. This is the next I'm, phase. I'm of Brandon entering Wardell. barstool phase. Oh, we've entered phase three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I never I never said bro until you know I started saying bro as a joke, and then now I say bro all the time. I feel like this is how it happens. Yeah, that's true. But no, yeah. Hassan, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start being a guy that says smoke shows all I mean, the time. You are basically <laughs> slam piece. <laughs> this is Sla- my, literally, my gr- I, listen, sounds like I stole a tool that, that you have in your garage. I, I stole this from my girlfriend. Said it. Okay, she said slam piece before me. Oh, so you're so you're uh, a pr- girlfriend appropriation right now. You're stealing her jokes. Yes, yes. Well, it's not a joke. It's just sort of a phrase. Her her dialect. Yeah. Okay. It's just fine. sort of a this is you know, this is this is what happens. But no, it really is like if you were um you know, if you were some kind of pimp, some kind of player, uh, you know, things were things were going great for you, you had a rotation, all of a sudden, you know, what do you do? Yeah, well you're getting payback. Yeah. Right now for this your is, Yeah, it, it it's devastated me. I'm not gonna lie. Like I mean, listen, I, I took a pivot towards Twitch and and was early <laughs> in on the quarantine memes. Like I was already yeah. I was already in self isolation, right? Um mm-hmm. and I have been for a while because Twitch requires you to be in front of the camera for like eight hours a day at, on the minimum end, right? Um so I was they already require you. I mean it doesn't require you but like if you want to be successful on the platform like that's what the that's the recommendation i give to other people who ask me like okay what do you have to do like six to eight hours every day at least yeah so i was already doing that um and also i was doing it as like a basically a full-time job on top of my pre-existing full-time job at the young turks so i was already like never really talking to people and just working all day non-stop from like 6 a.m all the way to 12 a.m but yeah. now I don't even have the access to just like shut off the stream early on certain nights and just like hit up a friend and go hang out. And I realized yeah. that I took that for granted. Um, I don't have any of my babes or um, slam pieces, as mm-hmm. uh, Brandon would say, in, in rotation. I don't have any of that. <laughs> so, it's um, a shame. Yeah. I'm like, I'm also kind of terrified of getting coronavirus. So like I can't. Like I can't meet new girls, but I don't know. I mean, it's been like, it's been like a month. Uh, I, like I said, because I was ahead of the quarantine stuff, so it's been like a month for me of of uh, being in quarantine. So a week more of this, and I might reopen the economy. You know, um, Donald Trump was right. <laughs> we got to reopen the economy. We got to open it strong. It's going to be tremendous. 
Yes. Um, I might just bite the bullet and get coronavirus just to get laid. Break the quarantine to do literally the most uh, dangerous thing you could do in terms of risking getting uh, coronavirus. So you Double, go, go. Well, viruses don't stack. So, you know, at least if I get the coronavirus, <laughs> like I don't get herpes. You know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. flawless like, logic. Yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> also, viruses do stack. That's yeah, just, I know. I'm We're sorry. Joking. I just wanted to. Disclaimer. I'm just joking. Yes. Yeah, we don't want to get sued. Yeah, because like people are very stupid. But dude. Sued yeah. by sued by who? The government. The CDC. <laughs> the government. Yeah. Yeah, my yeah. podcast Anthony just got Fauci. sued by the government. <laughs> But you've yeah. been, dude, I saw you posting that you're like getting exhausted. You've been, st- and when we were planning this, you're like, well, I stream from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Like you're doing like 12, 13 hour stretches on Twitch. This seems literally dangerous and uh, just out of control. I don't know how you do well, that. I have nothing else going on. You're so that's the problem. 13 I, hours. I, I, you need to form a union and negotiate with yourself, man. Yeah, I know. It's. Well, look, I, I'm obviously not alienated from my labor. So, you know, I own my means of production, which is great. But, and I'm very fortunate, but it's, it, there's two reasons for, for this. Like, first and foremost, it's because I have to keep busy. Like, if I don't stay busy, I will go crazy. I will lose my mind because there's nothing. I have nothing else going on. You know what I mean? I, I don't sure. have a girl that's taking up any of my time. Um, I, I just don't have anything else going on in my life. I, I live alone. You know what I mean? So I have to keep, yeah. keep my mind occupied. And the other reason is because, and this is a little, it might come across as cheesy, but it is legit. Like there are a lot of people who don't really have any other like form of entertainment. They just, they come in every day and they sit there. No, for you sure. Know, the whole time. 8,000 8, of them. Yeah, they do. Wild. Like there are there there are people who are like thank you for streaming through this process. Thank you like, for your service. Like it's not like that, but I mean we do talk a lot about uh, we do organize and we do talk a lot about like people who are being uh, laid off and and the struggles that they go through and stuff like that on the at least the news portion of it. Yeah. Um, the more serious portion of it. So there are a lot of people who appreciate that there's someone out there at least like getting the word out on you know, the conditions of Amazon factory workers and things like that. Um, yeah. So that's part of, that's the other part of the reason. Cause I feel like a lot of people also are um, very depressed and isolated and they feel a sense of community by coming into my Twitch chat and saying, I have a small head or that uh, I'm a stupid uh, communist moron and like, without that, <laughs> w- without that, what would they do? Yes. You know? Do you get trolled Probably, ever on there? You know, do the trolls oh come God. in? Oh my God. Oh, that's of course, dude. Dude, what's that's good. That's like that's you know they'd they'd have a bullet through their brain. Yeah, if this wasn't you know if they didn't if they uh, didn't have this kind of release. Can you explain yeah. something to me, Hassan? There's like, aren't there like other Twitch guys that you like debate with? Like, isn't one called Destiny or something? Somebody's explained these people <laughs> to me. Like, what's the what's the deal with this? Because like I'm unfamiliar with this is a whole universe of like political twitch and there's these characters on there that i'm like i vaguely heard of um but they yeah. sound pretty funny like what's start with him what's his deal okay so um there is a guy uh he is a ex starcraft pro so <laughs> he he was like a starcraft pro he was, used to be like a libertarian edgelord guy um he is uh he's one of those guys who's like i'm an autodidact you know what i mean yeah. like he's he, he dropped out of music school. We used to be good friends. 
uh, for a little bit um, when I first came on the platform because he was the only person on the platform, seemingly the only other person on the platform who was like talking about politics. But his uh, entry point into the political world has always been um, just debating. Like he is a debate lord. Yeah, you know, you know the type. Mm-hmm. And I am not. I'm very much not a debate lord. I hate debating. I do it from time to time. I don't think I'm very good at it. Um, but you know, I, I'll I'll debate you know conservative commentators on TV shows and stuff like that, or like Politicon. But because of uh, because of an upcoming debate with Charlie Kirk at the time, I, I reached out to Destiny and I was like, "Hey, man, let's uh, let's link up and uh, just getting your reps in." Yeah, like, getting you know, your logic reps in because he he just like owns Nazis and stuff, and yeah. he has de-radicalized a lot of people. Like uh, there are a lot of Nazis in his community that used to be Nazis on the internet who are no longer. But um, I realized that uh, he's just more interested in the uh, blood sport of it all. Uh, he just loves debating. Yeah. Like I like politics. I want to make some changes in the world. I want to advocate for political change and actually see it through. Whereas I feel like he just um, he just likes to debate. What's yeah, I mean, you're fun. you're doing a lot of like groundwork and stuff, right? Yeah, I try to. Yeah, I, I it's say a lot. I, I mean, the, all of the the uh, the whole like Politicon world is always like that's always been very strange to me. Like all of the shit where it's like anything that's like made for like politics junkies, <laughs> right? Where it's just like, yeah, man, like politics is my sports. Yeah, like, I. You know, oh, yeah. I just, I, I just love to hear people debate their ideas, and it's like, yeah, why? Yeah, politics yeah. isn't fun. It's like yeah, only why are you fun fucking if something so cool obsessed is going with on. Dialogue. That's what it's like. It's so funny to me. There are those people, and to be fair, I'm occasionally like that. I mean, I, there's times, uh, you know, during this most recent campaign, uh, being involved with Bernie, where I was like full-on freak mode in front of the tv during the debates like with a hot dog screaming you know like well, I'm watching, yeah watching like watching like presidential debates is different yeah I but it's, it's weird when people but get that of, way with like joe biden you know like they're yeah. like so they're like ruining their lives over like the most lukewarm uh oh, like, like being a lack being of like policy a changes like, yeah biden head it's yeah it's one thing it's one thing to dedicate your whole life to <laughs> like try biden to change pills. something <laughs> It's another thing to spend all of your time just being like, yeah, let's kind of like stay the course and like uh, not yeah. do much. But, you know, I don't I like that. It's it's so funny that it's fully reached the point where, um, you know, like it's crazy. Like, I, I don't know. I was thinking about how how great I felt when Bernie won Nevada and how it like wasn't that long ago. Mm-hmm. And now we're literally at a point where you see a bunch of people on Twitter like, listen, he's listen yes yeah he's also a rapist but he's a war he's a better rapist i mean no he's not better at raping he's he's raped less people than donald oh i've seen people (laughs) say that it's russian propaganda yeah oh what say that the The allegations which is insane right yeah insane just to even like say that is offensive no liberals have a complete like liberals of of experienced complete brain rot at this point where uh, msnbc and cnn if those are the only two places that you're getting your information from and you don't want to apply any sort of critical thinking whatsoever um you are basically uh as not as like racist obviously but as brain broken as uh fox news boomers are 
Now, yeah. I, I, like obviously, Fox News is worse still because there's also a layer of racial agitation. Uh, they're like basically doing the 14 words every night on their broadcasting from Laura Ingram all the way to Tucker Carlson. They're you know, and and Fox News also has that sort of consequence, and and is all more in instructive on what happens to, in policy uh, than CNN and MSNBC. Like they actually have more power in. Um, changing american politics a little bit um and that was his intended purpose anyway but but having said all that yes if you watch msnbc all the time like you're i mean your brain is broken as well just as much as a a fox news boomer's brain is broken there's the type of people that are the loudest in like the it's like the never trump people you know like they they're in oh, their own them. yeah they're in their own never trump or vote blue no matter who people they're in their own little bubble and um they're gonna have a harsh awakening soon and they're already kind of you're we're already kind of seeing it like joe rogan was trending on twitter th- yesterday because he made like some offhand comment like dude i would vote for trump over biden switching from bernie which is like i think there's a lot of people out there like that but their their brains are exploding when they hear this because they're like they're talking about Joe Rogan like he just committed treason or something, you know, uh, like they think that people have to go vote, that they have to go vote for Joe Biden like it's this uh, like it's their civic duty to do so. And I think yeah. they have this assumption that like everybody's going to do that because everybody hates Donald Trump as much as them, which maybe they do. Maybe. I mean, a lot of people dislike him. I don't like him. But um, at the same time, I think they just underestimate people's apathy. Um you know, there's a lot of people that just don't really participate and like got um, motivated by the Sanders campaign, but otherwise, yeah, like, I mean, yeah, I don't really that, give a shit. People that were not apathetic a month ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, so it, it's at the heart of what is wrong with neoliberalism uh, and and like the Democratic Party in general. That's that's precisely this mentality that uh, you know we are owed. Like we owe them and not the other way around. Like we have to vote for the Democrat no matter what happens because there's no other alternative. And if you don't vote for the Democrat in this two party system, that effectively means that, you know, you're 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 committing treason and uh, voting for the Republican. And there's some truth to that. Functionally, you are helping the Republican win in that circumstance. But I think that mentality is really wrong and part of the reason why we keep getting owned despite the obvious reality that there are more progressives or more Democratic voters in this country than there are Republicans. Like There's other issues like voter suppression and things of that nature, but I think apathy is a big part of it. I think the reason why 100 million people, a plurality of people, don't vote as opposed to uh, voting Democrat or Republican is this reality it's the electoral college of course as well but this plays a significant role in the democrats not winning uh when they should be winning every election all the time non-stop i, w- I would um, like to get sick of winning you know you're gonna yeah. get sick of winning folks like <laughs> how do you i don't know how he you was right about that by the way <laughs> what he, yeah he was <laughs> trump he, trump i i am sick of him winning like he's wiggled yeah. out of fucking everything he wasn't wrong about that it was crazy yeah, well, but again, this is yet another problem within the Democratic Party because the Democratic Party is basically the controlled opposition where they don't launch a strong enough counter against Donald Trump. And I believe, 
personally that that is by design that they don't want to launch a strong enough counter against Donald Trump because Donald Trump is good for fundraising. Donald Trump is good to galvanize the Democratic base. And when you have someone as terrifying as a once in a lifetime terrifying entity like Donald Trump, um, uh, the stakes are too high to simply vote for these uh, uh, pie in the sky ideas like Medicare for all. Um, and I think they use Donald Trump effectively to fundraise. I think they, and that's the reason why they, um, they don't, fight back as aggressively against I mean, them either yeah you were talking about cnn and msnbc and it's like it's in their best interest for trump to win again yeah it's it's yeah. fully in their you know they like having a foil they like have it's they've you know Les moonvez has like been on record talking about like oh yeah it's gonna be bad for the american people but it's gonna be great for ratings yeah and so it's like every fucking like media executive is like you know, secretly, like, they've got their fingers crossed, you know? Yeah. And they'd rather have, they'd, they would literally have, they would literally rather have four more years of Trump than let Bernie be the nominee. Oh, for sure. Um, well, aside from the media there, though, and we can talk about how to manipulate their thirst for, prof, uh, for profit and ratings um, and how Bernie failed to do that, but... Aside from the media, like political operatives absolutely never get punished for failure. Um, look at Hillary Clinton. Look at yeah. Hillary Clinton's inner circle. They still have a lot of control in the Democratic Party uh, in positions of power. New York Tandon is a perfect example at Center for American Progress. These people are getting owned over and over again by clowns. And they still have six-figure salaries. And they still have comfortable jobs. It's really and the only industry where you could do that. Where you, yeah. if you could publicly lose extremely <laughs> badly and it's your fault. Like if I'm a major yeah. league pitcher and I just absolutely whiff the game seven of the World Series, I'm like hitting players, walking them over and over again. Yeah. Like, like the political yeah. equivalent of that would be that I would be either pitching in the next World Series again and do the same yeah. thing. Or I'm like the announcer, and I'm like criticizing people about. Yeah, or you you uh you fucking you lose the you know you're the um game losing pitcher in the World Series, and then four years later you put out a uh, Hulu documentary <laughs> about why it wasn't your fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You put yeah, out a fucking well, documentary about like, uh, yeah, you know, it was uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever, you know. But that they, is also they never, by design. They'll never learn. They will never learn. That's also by design. So like, there's a. Re I mean, this is very. This is a Noam Chomsky bit, but, um, but the accountability that athletes have is far more significant than the accountability that political figures have. And yeah. that is by design. Politics is complicated. It's uh, it's not something that is as interesting. And there are far more interesting things that you can pay attention to, like sports or esports, sports or smoke or, shows, or smoke shows of the week. And and yes. that's on purpose. Which, you by the way, we will. That. You know, guys, I know that we're we're getting we're getting serious here, but I will. We will eventually talk about smoke shows. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk about smoke shows eventually because you know I see you I see you publicly liking Dua Lipa photos, liking Emrata photos, and I respect it because don't pivot just know. yet. Save yeah, it. I'm not gonna pivot just yeah. yet, but I do want to <laughs> just tease it, tease it right now. If you're one of these people, you're like, oh, they're getting so serious. Oh, why, why? Uh, yeah, but still, so political now. It's like, don't hey, don't worry, we'll get to the horny stuff in a minute. Yeah, no, just, I'm, I'm know, terminally horny. Out. So it's, eat your I'll, eat your I'll vegetables before you have your fucking cake. Yeah, um, yeah. 
anyway, <laughs> what were we talking about? Yeah, I don't know, man. Like anytime now, it's my confusion and apathy is to the point where like we were talking about Democrats being addicted to they losing. love losing, folks, and Addic- it's being because they see no it's, it's because they see no repercussions. They see no repercussions of losing, and w- the only person that would genuinely hurt their bottom line, if we're talking about political operatives, the only person that would actually force them to at least change their worldview uh, if they want to continue to get hired in D.C. in the wonk world and and greatly undermine their influence that they've cultivated despite a series of failures is Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Uh, not Donald Trump. Donald Trump is not uh, is not enough for people to uh, to is not enough for people to change their minds about our our economic organization or our political process. It wasn't. It demonstrably wasn't. People were like, "Holy fuck, we need Joe Biden," or at least boomers were. So we saw that. But if Bernie Sanders were to become president or were to become a, a significant leader in the Democratic Party beyond what he has now, beyond the influence he has now, then a lot of those consultants, uh, a lot of those think tank operatives, a lot of those lobbyists they would be out of a job or they would have to change their uh, messaging and their worldview. The the so, weird thing is like when I hear the term democratic base now, I don't even know what that means anymore. And I don't know the world's changed so much and the party has been changing so much. That I just don't even, I don't know like fundamentally at its core what it means to be a Democrat anymore at this point, at this very moment. I just don't exactly know the world, has evolved, yeah. especially amid this pad- pandemic. It's kind of baffling and, um, I've even like tried to think like, okay, like what, what would be going on right now if Donald Trump lost? And I actually like, I'm not entirely sure. I think it would be pretty much the same thing with the pandemic situation. Maybe with the relief efforts. Certainly. Uh, I think it would be like, I mean, means tested more probably (laughs) ironically. Yeah. The Hillary Clinton bucks would be like some weird series of online forms you have to fill out, you know? Oh, certainly. So we have an example of this that played out in 2008. Now, it was a fraction of what happened uh, in, in this coronavirus relief package, but it was nearly identical. Uh, in the early Obama administration, the corporate bailouts that were offered the banks and the unconditional uh, elements of those corporate bailouts were were nearly identical to what Donald Trump did, like almost identical. There were more individual relief. There was more individual relief in this coronavirus uh, relief package, but that was because the the sheer magnitude of uh, this problem is much larger. It's just, a, it's just a much bigger issue. So obviously like people needed immediate relief, but even then it was crumbs. And even then the Democrats were the ones who were advocating for means testing. Nancy Pelosi was the one who was uh, working with Steve Mnuchin behind closed doors to, uh, to, to change um, like a, a technical part of the original house bill where she has majority to make sure that um, only small businesses. Uh, so that means like businesses over uh, 500 employees would not, uh, Businesses under 500 employees or small businesses, businesses over 500 employees would not be a part of the um, the the unemployment insurance or sorry, not unemployment insurance, sorry, unpaid sick leave or paid sick leave. Fuck, it's too early here. My brain is. My brain <laughs> I is you lost me there. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what is it though? Okay, I think I Nancy know what you're talking Pelosi about. Nancy Pelosi advocated for Nancy Pelosi advocated for means testing on the universal income, right? Mm-hmm. Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer openly advocated for means testing on universal income 
Every American was supposed to get $1,200. They advocated against that alongside the Republicans and made sure that it was uh, capped at $99,000, right? If, yeah. so if you make 99 grand a year or if you made 99 grand in 2018 or if you filed your taxes in 2019, um, you don't get a single dime. You only get money. No matter what you're making now. Yeah, no matter what you're making now. Um, so, so that's terrible. It's a it's a terrible uh, it's a terrible thing to fucking advocate for. Uh, it's not politically sound. It's not sound from a policy point of view because it pushes back the date that people can receive funds. It it excludes hundreds of thousands of people that desperately still will need this money, right? Um, and it's a bad idea overall, but Democrats still advocated for it. Another thing that Democrats advocated for, like I was trying to explain poorly earlier, is, um, is, is paid sick leave that we don't have in this country for some weird reason um, that European nations uh, take advantage of and have. But um, paid sick leave was taken out for large corporations in the final uh in the final like technical process of the house bill which is so backwards that's like should be the main people who yeah. are forced to give paid sick leave so yeah basically like 60 to 80 percent of the american workforce uh are employed by these companies that were no that didn't that weren't being forced to or that weren't being forced to to make sure that they had paid sick leave during fucking coronavirus not like you know not all the time just during a pandemic that yeah. requires you to be able to take off work. Oh, it's fucked. So that you don't further spread it. Tell, let's pivot off this. I want to hear about your VR experiences. What have you been doing on the stream with this VR shit? Okay, let's get to the horny stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, so you, okay. Brandon might have logged off. Oh, he's still here? Yeah, yeah okay, I'm back. Okay, so <laughs> virtual. I got a virtual reality headset recently. Um, and obviously because of the quarantine and stuff, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling some type of way. And, uh, -huh. <laughs> uh I started doing virtual reality streams. I just put the headset on and I go into a VR world. It's like second life. Yeah. But if second life was just for fucking and sex and, and anime titties and, you know, which so you're doing this on the same, man. on the same, uh, Twitch stream as the yes. like in in the same in the course of one twitch stream you'll be talking about you know oh the, the uh, you know nancy pelosi she she wants means testing you know this isn't this, this and then you're gonna be like all right time to fucking anime bitch on vr <laughs> literally <laughs> not figuratively that's, that's cool that's exactly what i do so like the first the Damn, first respect. five hours of my stream are dedicated to like news coverage and even in that news coverage it's not like super serious all the time like we we make we do memes and stuff we we fuck around but after that i i will pivot to some um some youtube content like maybe react to some like funny youtube videos or whatever and um that is my uh, that's my segue into gaming there's a gaming proportion where i'll either play like call of duty uh, and maybe even hire e-girls. Uh, there's a website called egirls.gg. We can talk about that as well. Oh, please. To, to, to play Call of Duty with me. Um, and then after that, I go into the VR world and uh, stream with a bunch of other streamers in the VR world where uh, there are girls with like full body suits on that give you virtual reality lap dances. They have stripper poles in their houses and they like mm -hmm. literally do like 
they strip or not strip, but they do like stripper dances basically in VR nightclubs. So that's that's what's been taking up my time. So is it animated? Um, like yeah, the strippers are animated. CG. I mean it's 3D, yeah. How good a quality are we talking? I mean you can watch it on my YouTube like I not to plug anything but I have a I have, a, you have my some first clips. experience. Yeah, By I have the my way, first you guys you guys know about like the like real strip clubs that are staying open but like adapting, right? Yeah, Instagram Live, right? I've seen Well, there's the Instagram Live guys. They they're doing that stuff, but there's also like some some strip clubs are doing like drive-through shows. No way. Yeah, like quarantine, and there's like this one strip club that's like, you know, quarantine with like one of our girls for ten minutes, you know. Oh and, wow! Uh, so, so do yeah, they there's, just there's rub a, up on your one car? Spot. Yeah, I don't. I guess like it's. <laughs> I don't know. It's there. Oh, there's one. They're doing like hand sanitizer wrestling. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Which is feels like uh, it's a waste. Feels feels like a real waste. Yeah. Just in terms of. You know, there's a real shortage happening. <laughs> Seems painful too. I'd like, you know, I'd, you know, I would just like, I would go just like, you know, I'd bring a Ziploc. Yeah, and scoop just sort of run up, <laughs> scoop it up. Wait, dip. Uh, tell me about the e girls, Hassan. <laughs> How long does it take to hire an e girl? By the way, to like get, come on, like from it's the t- pretty, it's pretty quick. Like, like could we get one in here? Um, I mean, maybe we could. How I long mean, does it we take? We don't have a, we don't have a, we don't have a game to play though like if do you they go to have to they can't just chit chat um if you go to egirl.gg there's like all these games you can hire one for vr chat as well okay there's there's guys and girls um uh-huh. and uh i i hire them for call of duty usually for the memes obviously but um yeah you you just hire them it, they're usually per game like uh-huh. they, they get paid on a per game basis and they only charge like five dollars on the higher end like it's like a dollar per game yeah it's pretty cheap and i keep every time i hire them i keep telling them like you should charge more this is dumb like you should probably charge more for your games yeah um and you know they just you know you play you play video games with them and you i'm looking at it right now just like you know they're kind of cute girls um yeah they're just like gamer girls they're like you know the type dude the funniest is like some of these guys just like random guys like, yeah oh no, no you can hire guys as well yeah i'm yeah, like there's like kind of like a neckbeard guy using like weird like knockoff bose earbuds in his profile picture looking away and yeah that's i mean who's hiring these these gentlemen the um, e-girls is I don't funny know. you get it like it's for guy lonely guys they want to play with a cute girl um I think it's the same for it's not girls that are hiring the guys. I I assume it's just the same concept though. It's just like like people want, especially with like BR games and stuff. If you don't have any friends, mm-hmm. um, it, they probably just want like to talk to someone new. Oh, these or, are the I'm I'm looking through right now. This is an absolute steal. Yeah, no, it is definitely super cheap. Like uh, I don't know why it's so cheap, but I just I usually just like fire off eight games. And then like end up playing two with them or three just to like fuck around, but because it's so fucking cheap. Oh, this girl uh is charging four hundred though. Who's Most that? of these girls are who's un uncreative girl? I don't know where she's, you're at. She's though. I'm on egirl.gg. Dude, this, this guy girl's rules. Elite. I know where it's trying to get, like trying to get four hundred dollars at- for and she's I mean, 
you know four hundred dollars a game. It, it might be fake. It might be fake. It might be fake. So there's yeah. like, like my I, I have a friend who's a streamer. His name is Greek God X, and like they put up like him as a as a female on there for nine hundred and ninety nine dollars. You know, like there's just people are messing around. Yeah. Okay, so you hire these people. I I don't I don't see a way to get them on here. I was thinking it'd be funny to hire some of them and get them on the pod, but uh, they it seems like you have to I don't have a. I don't think we need that. I thought it'd be funny, just get like <laughs> a couple gamer girls in the mix, or the guys, or get some fellas yeah, in here. They probably just have to a. They probably have an easier time than Brandon on uh, Discord, like like getting it set up. Yeah, They'll definitely log in up. faster. I know. It just that was just uh, there was there was just some some AirPods Pro issues. Which, by the way, quick aside, I've this is like my second day with AirPods Pro. This shit sucks. The no, noise canceling no, is good. No, it you, falls you, you, out you, of your ears. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, These I was gonna say Pro, if you have a problem AirPods with Pro? like the noise cancellation and stuff, it's because I, you can change it to like. Aura. I like the noise cancellation. It's too aggressive, I think. It scares the shit out of me. If like a big thing happens behind you, you only feel the vibration, but you don't yeah. actually hear it. You're like, what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's a little terrifying. I don't, I don't know. I got a... I, I don't know. My doctor told me I have tight ear canals. Is that a brag? What? Are you flexing right now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said I have tight <laughs> ear canals. <laughs> he, Damn, said, he, he said I've got a, a real... Yeah, I've got tight, wet ear canals. Have you have you ever had weird experiences with the e-girls you hire, Hassan? Are they all nice? They're all pretty nice. Awkward? Um, it, no, not at all. Actually, they're just. I think they're more used to. Um, they're they're just used to uh, like playing with really like lonely guys. weird dudes, I guess, or like lonely guys. So they have a they have an air of confidence when we first start talking. Mm-hmm. But then, I mean, it gets a little awkward because I tell them like I'm streaming. If yeah. they don't check where I'm streaming, it's fine. But once they check and they see the numbers, they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. It, it, then it gets a little weird. But, you know, one of them was real thirsty. Like, uh, I, I had one e-girl who was, like, really just, like, you know, trying to milk it as best as she could. Like, she got, like, 250 subs in, like, 10, in, in like, a matter of 10 minutes, I think. Like, it was crazy. That's fun. Just trying to, like, get people to come onto her channel. Yeah, I mean, she wasn't, but then they found her because you know, I have a I have an audience of coomers. Yeah, so freaks. They, yeah, so they found her. Oh, explain and, to explain to the listeners at home what a coomer is. Are you asking? Um, or, <laughs> I said explain to them. Explain to them. <laughs> like I know okay. what a coomer is. It's an internet meme coomer. Uh, it's based off of like Wojak that that like white face that you see on the internet. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like, like a the modern rage, meme. modern rage face almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, he's just a feels guy, but uh, he has a bald head, and you know his eyes are bloodshot. He's a big scraggly beard. He kind of looks like a podcast host. Yeah, he loves. He does. Jerking he off. looks exactly like a podcast host, and he's a coomer. He likes to coom. <laughs> yeah. uh, he likes okay, to yes. jerk off and coom all the time, and it's, yeah, it's sure. just making fun of people like extremely horny people on the internet who do dumb things. Um, and, and, uh, you know, they just like Nico Lil fans are cool. Yeah. Yes. It, it, which yeah. includes myself and Brandon. You're, you have, well, your... I know I'm, I'm, I've, I've turned on her. <laughs> Brandon likes really like mainstream I'm, babes. I'm done. 
when he when well, I saw him follow her like I, late, I was like, bro, come on. I unfollowed. Some, I unfollowed. I'm done. Get some taste, bro. I unfollowed, but I do want to talk about you. You did lead you 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 led us into this. Um, Jack has been critical of me publicly liking Emirata photos, Dua Lipa photos, <laughs> etc. Right? He's like, why are you doing this? These these photos they have a million likes. Why are you adding another? You know, why are you adding another like to this ocean of likes? Right? I'm a lizard, but I I, I have a I'm lizard like, brain. Yeah, I'm like, you know, why not? Why not? You know, I'll, I'll, I, I want to show support. If you don't like it, go vote. You know? Yeah. And <laughs> vote with your dollar. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Hassan, I see you doing this all the time. You know, oftentimes I'll wake up, I'll open Instagram, like after I brush my teeth, first thing I see is a Dua Lipa photo. It's 9 a.m. I'm, li- I'm going to like it. Okay. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be like, hey, Dua, keep it up you look good whatever (laughs) and you know oftentimes i'll see liked by hassan piker and one million others yeah and so i i'm i've got an ally here maybe oh for sure explain explain to jack explain to jack why it's important to um show support Okay, well, I I don't think that there is a a like a larger moral reason for why uh, you <laughs> why I like Dua Lipa photos. It's just that I'm lizard brained and I see Dua Lipa and I think, ooh, she's hot. She looks good there. I like this photo and I like it. I don't even think twice about yeah, it. Exactly. Like it's just it's just I see something yes. I like and then I I hit that like button. So the exact yes. same thing as Brandon. Yeah, I think. There, well, uh, but I don't yeah, think there's I mean, like a there's like a moral reason. No, for there's I'm no like, moral. I know. I think I, I, I think I think transparency is important. I'm super. I think transparency is is very important. Uh, yeah. See, like I'm not doing what Brandon's doing. Like Brand- <laughs> Brandon is like. <laughs> I think it's a it's a moral <laughs> imperative to yeah. <laughs> if if you get if you're if you see a you know you see a Dua Lipa photo you're getting you're getting a little horny. You gotta, yeah. you gotta like it. Yeah, uh, you, you gotta let her know. You gotta, you gotta let, let her, her know. know, and more importantly, the rest of the world know that you, you got yes. horny there, right then yeah. and there. You liked it. Well, Brandon, I you've agree. gotten Absolutely. an easy out because it's become like a bit on the podcast now. So now, when you do it, now when you reply to Emrata <laughs> on Twitter saying "Please follow me back," it's like a joke, you know. Whereas yeah, you might have been doing that before, <laughs> not as a joke. So. I was not. I was never doing it. Absolutely, I was never the easy just way like, out. For, you know, oh, yeah, it's a bit. It's just a bit. Yeah, no, oh, Jack. It's Brand- a, following Jack, her it's around, staring no, into I her did, windows while she quarantines. I just said. I just. Said, I, just uh, I just replied to that AOC video that she posted. Oh yeah, I, I saw like, you replied to that. Follow back, please. Yep. Yeah, when she that that like fake TikTok she made. I'm watching it right now. She looks good. Brandon's just plugging hot shit? girls on the main feed of the pod. Have you seen this? I've seen yeah, I've seen her TikToks. Have you guys yeah. wait? Hassan, AOC have you did seen a TikTok. This? AOC did a she did some video where it was like somebody being like, "Can you make a TikTok?" And she made it's like an Instagram story that she did that she posted on her her Twitter. You know, we're very we're uh, brand just describing uh, videos he likes. Are you not? I know we're this going is great very, content. You know, internet okay, heavy. Yeah, Brandon, can you describe you some more this? videos you saw this on is, Instagram? The yeah, okay, more? Look, yeah. Listen, you, listen. Do, you guys just spent forty minutes talking about the computer. Okay? We have tens let of thousands about, of people. Let me listening. talk about the computer. Okay, 
let me talk let me also talk about the computer yeah <laughs> aoc posted a video where she she looks cute i said can i get a follow back you know so what happened after is, that this is well she didn't follow back and yeah. you know maybe I, maybe you know maybe, maybe one day I, king let yeah maybe one day um, she's where are you going uh, with this do you yeah, see that? I, I, uh, I don't know. I'm not you see very that new, interested. You see that uh, new Jessica Alba TikTok? I was song? just gonna say that. Yes, dude. Yes. Yes. Oh my God, Brandon, we are. Yeah. See, we Jack, are. In we're getting sync, somewhere brother. here. Fucking let me somewhere. cook. Yeah. Let okay, me cook. The Jessica dude. Alba TikTok of her dancing like a sorority girl. Yes. Oh my fucking God. Why, how old is she? Let's. Thirty-eight. She's, Let's, she's thirty-eight. Jesus fucking she looks so good. Christ. It's crazy. She's thirty-eight years old. She's not that, that old, actually. That was. Like, I mean, I wasn't. Yeah, sure but she's like she a was. mother of. She's had two multiple or kids. Whatever, yeah, you know. Yeah, bro, she looks so good. Old, she is incredible, dude. I watched I that mean, shit like fifty times yesterday. Yeah. Wow. I saw that. I've, I'm still thinking about it. I'm glad you brought it up. I was. I was gonna bring yeah. it up too as well. If you. Yeah. Hadn't. Thank you. See, Jack. <laughs> yeah. See that one. The Jessica God Alba damn. TikTok Jack is fucking patience is a virtue, Jack. Okay. Yeah. We no, were. It, it's oh really yeah, good. I'm wait, <laughs> waiting. I uh, I had I known I would have gotten this reward, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I would have uh, been more patient. Yeah. Me. Look. Me and Hassan are connecting. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, no, that video rocks. Yeah. AOC. I don't know. I feel like. Are she's, you not? Are you not on board? No. I mean, I love AOC. She's great, but I I kind of feel like. She's had her own uh, Nico Lull situation going on where like she's oh, too where hype. she's like kind of leaned in. She's too hype and she's leaning in a little bit. She's doing the she's baby leaning into the her version of it, obviously. And I don't mean yeah. this from um, I when I say this, I'm not talking about like, you know, she's trying to be hot on the timeline or anything. That's not what I'm referencing. I'm just saying like in her own lane, she's doing the Nico Lull thing. OK, so don't cancel yeah. me, please. Where I feel like she's. um. She's leaning in a little too much to the to the mainstream media hype, and you know, yeah. That 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 but video I think that when that's I saw like, that, I just it came across as inauthentic. That'll be a, perhaps a you know good for the like maybe you know perhaps twenty twenty four campaign, you know, yeah. Kind of I mean making making you know making the media like her in a way that like you know like Bernie Bernie never pandered, which is yeah. what makes him great. But like, also like what you know ultimately hurt him. Yeah, I mean we'll see. I, I think that like that sort of if if she comes across as inauthentic in any way, that works really well for the media. That works really well for the for the DC wonk class, and it works well for a, a certain branch of academics, professional managerial class members, and it's good for the primary, especially if the media keeps you afloat. But it's. I think it's not great for the general. Like, Brandon's just I, trying I, I to do. rationalize uh, this in a political way so that he could keep seeing the videos. He's like, listen, I think tactically <laughs> it's good for her political <laughs> career. She has her eyes on the prize. And as long as she keeps posting sexy videos, I think that's good actually for her <laughs> political advancement and the left as a whole. <laughs> so that's my take. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you know, you're right. This is just I like think she when, should actually you know, follow me back. Before no, yeah, step this number is, one. I think it. I think it would be. It would re be really good for the left, for her to follow me back. Yeah, so she could get in on the the latest and greatest memes, or maybe like you know, she would know ahead of time what the sheriff of dick sucking is. 
<laughs> it's the sheriff of sucking you off. Um, yeah, sheriff yeah. sucking you off. Sorry. Yeah, the, the, this this you know don't come on my podcast doing this uh, fucking misnomer shit. Hassan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. Listen, I'm buddy. Sorry I fucked up. Uh, yeah, no, dude. I'm watching that Jessica Alba TikTok again. <laughs> don't we're just we're gonna lose. This them. is this this is what's great about working from home. Is I can just kind of like half listen and be like, yeah, I'm going to watch this Jessica Alba TikTok again. <laughs> yeah, it's very different than how you behave when you're here in person. You know, I, <laughs> <laughs> that's something you never do while we're in the yeah, same room with guests famously, recording. Oh, yeah. Famously, uh, podcasting is a medium where you can't slack. Yeah, like, that's what I always think of when I think of podcasts. I think of hardworking individuals. A hundred percent. Yeah. Wait, yeah, I want to hear two hours every week oh i know something i want to circle back to so you famously debated charlie kirk one of our favorite boys um sure i did. don't really want to like revisit the actual debate but um yeah. did you get some facetime with charlie what was uh what was i want to hear a little bit of behind the scenes of that well um so he hit me up like in the dms after the first time we debated and this was a while ago this was what was it like 2016 or something i don't know maybe 2017 um to like hang out and get a beer he invited me to get beers with cernovich oh wow and, and at that time i was like absolutely not like i i just refused to acknowledge that he said that um and didn't really respond to him because i was terrified of mike cernovich for good reason i still am um so you know i i, I didn't do that but uh, behind behind the scenes, he's just like, I mean, these guys are all grifters, man. They're not legit. Like, they're not, they don't actually believe the things that they're saying. They mm -hmm. believe some of it, maybe. What was he but, like? Um, like, give me a vibe report. Like, what's, you know, talking? I mean, kind of the same. Just very polite um, and and exactly the same as he is on camera or, or, or on the debate stage. But, um, but you can tell like it's not it's not real you know what i mean mm -hmm. i don't know what it would be like with a couple beers in him or i don't even know if he drinks or not but but uh, the experiences that i have with him behind closed doors is like very friendly very friendly to me mm -hmm. uh, i i always keep him at arm's length like i'm not very um i don't know i'm not like that i can't like fake friendship with people that i uh, have genuine political disagreements with that i believe their worldview leads to a lot of death and devastation yeah like, ultimately their existence damages the world or at least culture at large you know yeah oh for sure and like there an earlier video of charlie kirk came out um this year actually of him on fox news debating an actual trump supporter before donald trump uh, took control of the republican party and he's he was vehemently anti-trump at that time huh yeah and he flipped because that's what these guys do and that's what I wished uh, would happen with Bernie Sanders, too. That, like, a lot of these Democratic uh, pundits, like these liberal pundits, would flip to advocate for social democracy. And I think it could happen. Yeah, still. I mean, he's still in the race. Yeah. Have you ever, have well, you gotten I, to meet any yeah, other? I mean, the, he's, well, I guess, well, yeah, ask your, ask your thing. I, I wanted to talk about Bernie for a second, but I'll get to that. I was just going to ask if you've met any other like wild political rascals similar to Kirk. Have you met like well, I mean, Tommy I've met Loren? Them all. I've yeah, debated who? a lot of them. Who else? 
Uh, I debated Ann Coulter. I debated uh, Larry Elder. Uh, who else did I debate? I debated a lot of. Who is the wildest like behind the scenes version? Well, Ann Coulter refused to talk to me and refused to acknowledge me. Really? Um, yeah. Like I tried to make a conversation with her, where I was like, "Oh, you're chewing nicotine gum. Like I chew nicotine gum too. What flavor of nicotine gum are you chewing?" And she did not like. She cold shoulder the fuck out of me. Just she like did not talk to me. Iced you out. Even, yeah. Even in our debate, um, she literally would not look in my direction. Like she did Do you not. Think Bill look. Maher smashed. Um, maybe. This. I mean, this is he, what, Bill Maher this is, is what, a. Bill Maher's a very horny boy, so I, I can <laughs> he's see famously that. very horny. He only yeah. follows bikini girls on Instagram, which I think is <laughs> a great part of the Bill Maher canon. <laughs> is that this is like a very yeah. funny thing to have found out about Bill Maher? Is that like you look at his Instagram and he only follows like bikini girls? <laughs> Are you ready for this? Which Are is you ready so for funny? Yes. I'm about to give you something else for the fucking for the Bill Maher canon. Please. I used to hook up with this girl who went to a sanctum party. Are you, do you guys know what sanctum is? Oh, no. Elaborate for the audience at home. Okay. So sanctum, uh, spelled as S-N-C-T-M, is an American nightclub and sex club based in Beverly Hills, California, founded by Damon Lawner. It is the world's most exclusive sex club. So it's the eyes wide shut sex orgy <laughs> club that is like an... That's like a, the worst kept secret in Hollywood. I don't even know if they're still in business. Obviously not now during the coronavirus, but I don't even know if they've been in business for a while. Um, I know a girl that uh, I, I used to be, I used to hook up with a girl that went to one of those things and saw Bill Maher there. Oh Hell boy. Yes. Yeah. Yes, sir. It's not super surprising. He no, seems yeah, like not at all. people thought that for a while he might be gay. It was like kind of like a vague, like, what's his deal? Because he's unmarried. Um, like, I don't know. He's has he ever been like publicly dating somebody? Um, uh, yeah, he used to date a coworker, an ex coworker of mine. Um, what's her face? God damn it. I can't remember her name now. Dude, by the way, um, I, I looked like you were joking about the bill maher only following bikini babes i'm looking he, he literally only he does. literally only seven, fo- he, he follows, follows seven, seven people he follows seven people and he follows he bill maher he only follows seven people on instagram and it's literally alexis wren six of them <laughs> are Amrata. bikini babes one of them is a weed dispensary yeah he follows one weed dispensary and six bikini girls. i don't think he uses instagram man i think that's just like Bro, that has to be him. Who? No, that's got to be who, Bill, bro. Who no, on no, the no, Bill no. Maher team is like being like, listen, we need to curate this count, account perfectly. We're going to follow no, no, no. six he, specific. No, no, it's him, but he doesn't like, he's not like a regular user of Instagram is what I'm saying. He oh, like yeah, probably, yeah. probably followed like, he probably horny followed a couple girls and then was like, oh, whatever. It like, is you know? so just funny though. It alone. Because it's not like, oh. it's not like his personal, it's his personal account, but it's like more so the show account. <laughs> it's just only following these <laughs> six bikini babes. Yeah. That's so awesome. It's flagrant. He follows them rod. <laughs> yeah. He, he fo- yeah, fucking Bill Mar is yeah, he follows Alexis Wren. It would be dude, it's Amrata one thing and, like, if he, nobody if, else. One thing if they're in the mix and he was following like Obama or something. There's literally nobody else. He only Yeah, but you know he's them. not posting this stuff. Like I mean, he you think Bill Maher is posting like the Trump 
face photo and going, yes, I was rooting for the Joker to win. Big week for sociopaths in face paint. Hashtag Oscars. Honestly, yes. <laughs> I think oh, really. yeah, his... Oh, his fucking... His, oh, I do want to talk about Bill Maher's Twitter. Oh, please. Because this is... This was... Do you remember this tweet? This is... Perhaps... This is like... Maybe my favorite Bill Maher post uh, of all time. He Which goes... Oh, so what? Trump went to the UN and discussed Nambia, a country that doesn't exist. How many know Nambia's capital is Kofefe? <laughs> oh, yes. yes. Got him, dude. Yes. Dumpster. Yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> dude, he's got fucking <laughs> shooters out there. I'm surprised Trump recovered from that. That's awesome. Oh, damn. Yeah, I look at stuff like that and I and I really understand why there's so much disdain for the liberal elite and how easy it is for these like vulturous psychopaths on the right to portray the left as out of touch. It is. You know? yeah. I do have moments where I like can put myself in their shoes and I kind of get it. Like like I talked to the trapped guy on the last episode and um I felt, you know, his views are really weird. I was kind of left wondering like, man, like I guess you're conservative but you don't I don't know how you got here. Like some of the shit you believe, I think you're kind of on the other side and don't realize it. I'm like, but like more than anything, I don't know what you're getting out of believing this stuff. You know, like I don't see, there's like nothing really to gain. It's one thing. It's one thing for like a billionaire to want low taxes. It's like, Oh yeah, you would gain money. It's confusing. Um, like why people have strong beliefs just like for no reason. Yeah. But then I saw, but after it, I saw his replies of like, the kind of like the new metal liberals that he's arguing with and they're like crazy like these people are like facebook no offense but like facebook democrats you know where they're like he's like only seeing the russiagate people where they are like are conspiracy theorists basically when they're arguing about trump so i'm like oh i guess like there's a possibility that he's like gone nuts arguing with like the weirdest democrats of all time you know yeah i don't remember um, why i brought this probably. up but uh <laughs> well no it's just it's deeply embedded in the american psyche like i don't want to get too academic but it is literally by design where these people have this false sense that they are going to become billionaires one day um bro I'm you just have to grind the, um yeah i'm reminded of this steinbeck quote that uh, the i'm going to paraphrase it but he said socialism will never work in the united states because the workers do not see themselves as an exploited proletariat, but temporarily embarrassed millionaires. And that is what it is. A exactly. lot of these people see themselves as like temporarily embarrassed millionaires that are just waiting. You know, they're, they're going to be on their grind soon. Any day and now, it's dude. it's not going to happen. Oh, I found another great uh, Bill Maher tweet. <laughs> Hit me. Okay. He said, this is, this is recent. This is this month. He goes, rough day for Harvey Weinstein. But I think there are still some more Oscars and Tonys in his future. And Marvins, and Mikes, and Toms, and Elroys, and Freds, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> He's going to get fucked I get in the it. ass. Yeah, He's going to get, get raped in the ass by men. Yeah, male prison rape. It's He's, a, he, he's Was he always dad humor, or is he just getting older? No, he's always been like this. Yeah, that's like, like you, straight you up watch, like, like something my dad would incorrect me. in the 90s, and it's like, 
It's not, Bill Maher's never been good. <laughs> there was no fall. For, there was no like fall from grace where it was like, oh man, Bill Maher used to be the fucking man. I mean, I, he and did. Now, he is look. the original 9-11 guy. Like that. That is one area where he definitely was very edgy. What was he? Uh, what was he edgy oh, about? Yeah. Commentary. Oh, he. Do you not remember what Bill Maher said about I'm 9-11? Think, okay, no, well, I'll tell you. Well, let me tell you, as as I am the other 9-11 guy. Um, that you've had on your show now. The 911 um, guy. That's an episode name. Yeah, that's I'm the 911 <laughs> guy. Uh yeah, so he he lost the show politically incorrect over a controversy after he said um uh, he had a Barbara Olson a frequent guest that was traveling uh on the taping and uh, wait, hold on. Sorry. In the aftermath of the attacks, he uh US President George W. Bush said that the terrorists were responsible were cowards, right? about the 9-11 terrorists and in september 17th 2001 episode mar uh, on the on that episode mars guest dinesh d'souza disputed bush's label saying the terrorists were warriors mar agreed and replied we have been the cowards lobbing cruise missiles from 2,000 miles away that's cowardly staying in the airplane when it hits the building say what you want about it it's not cowardly Dan wait did i hear dinesh d'souza's D dinesh d'souza's name in the mix right there Yes, yes, Dinesh D'Souza was there as well. These, these freaks have been uh, uh, around one another for a very long was time. Was Dinesh arguing that the terrorists weren't cowards either? Yeah, Dinesh D'Souza was also another guy who, um, like that other fucking famous reverend, uh, said that 9-11 um, happened because, like, you know, we we deserve it with our with our liberalism and homosexuality. Oh, yeah. I don't the, think he said that exactly. There's all sorts of reasons, yeah. So what's funny is, like, when I when I made remarks about 9/11, I was referencing American foreign policy and how it directly relates back to, uh, you know, destabilizing the region, uh, arming the same people that ended up, uh, you know, rising up against yeah. the United States and like did it, and we're still arming them, and we're still aligned with Saudi Arabia because of our geopolitical interests in the region. Blah blah blah. You know, boring stuff. When they agree with 9/11 stuff, they literally agree with the terrorists. They're like. No, like when Osama says like America deserved it, uh, he, you know, he was right because America's too gay. Like, yeah, it's because the gay guys and Britney Spears. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. They did, the terrorists did that because Britney Spears was wearing a bikini in her music video. Which is, of course, the Paul Joseph Watson rhetoric where he like routinely yeah. will post, you know, uh, girls well, doing Bill, like Bill Maher would Bill Maher would love that. Oh yeah, no, no. He he loves bikini girls. No, he he loves bikini girls. Bill, Bill Maher's take is that the terrorists were trying to get to the bikini girls and accidentally no, no, Bill crashed. Bill take was Bill Maher's, Bill Maher isn't incorrect in what he's saying. I was talking about Dinesh D'Souza. No, I know, yeah, and and everyone else that like oftentimes agrees with like, unironically agrees with the terrorists on why America got nine eleven, uh, which is insane. So what did you get in trouble? You got in trouble too. Well, I, I said, uh, do you not remember what happened with the Dan Crenshaw uh, saga? Oh, was that? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was. Did that you actually was, get um, in trouble? I mean, I still get death threats to this day from like conservatives Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, like I'll, I'll read you one that I got uh, yesterday if you would like. Yeah, please. Okay, where is it? Where is it? Hold on. This one's from B Wardell, nineteen ninety one. <laughs> B, B, yeah, B Ward Hell. Stop says. liking Emrata's pics, you fucking bitch. I'll kill you. <laughs> She's mine. <laughs> okay, where is it? 
Oh, you're finding it. Go back to your shitty country, you worthless trash. Fucking kill yourself. Wish you'd say America deserved 9-11 to someone's face so they could knock your teeth out. Then you'll look like the rest of your fucking poor-ass jihad people. Whoa. Damn. His, his description reads, 21, smiley face. If you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there. In quotes, not exactly uh, sure where the quote is from. But uh, he has a hundred, like the hundred emote next to it emoji, and then fire emojis. That's the funniest type of people like that, where it's like they're mad, but they're several months late, so you know they're seeing like some weird repost about it, you know? Yeah. Ah oh, man, I do remember that era with uh Dan Crenshaw. That guy sucks though. He is terrible. Yeah. Um, he is just transparently awful, and uh, has voted to arm Saudi Arabia multiple times. And those weapons have literally gotten into the hands of Al-Qaeda, which is, of course, the, the dark irony of this entire situation and how much, uh, how angry people were at me for a, a duration and still are to this day. Whereas, like, we are literally giving guns to Al-Qaeda so they can do genocide in Yemen right now. And Dan Crenshaw is uh, voting for it. Like, he is on board with it. So is Donald Trump. And so are liberals too, like some liberals. We love so, we love giving arms to militias. Yeah, it's one it's of our nuts. favorite th national pastimes. Yeah, that is great. funny. Yeah, I guess we were talking about Bill Maher before that he lost his show because of that. Yeah, he, it's he, such, such a funny like Bill Maher style take where it's like he's like getting really bold and edgy over something, but it's like sort of pointless. Like it doesn't really matter whether the terrorists were cowards or not. You know. It doesn't yeah. matter like their vibe. It doesn't. Well, really, I, like, I care about the first part anything. about that. No, I, I care about the first part of that statement, which is we have been cowards lobbing cruise missiles from two thousand sure. miles away. No, yeah. I mean, that that's is real. Yeah, that's, that's real. real. That's accurate. That's accurate analysis of American foreign policy, and it goes directly against like the jingoistic mentality that America has, the American exceptionalist mentality that America has, and and that is a truly brave take. Um, Chris yeah. Hayes had a similar take to that a while back, like in the 9-11 era where he said, I don't know if I can call every veteran a hero immediately. He got punished for it too. Mm -hmm. And like anyone who ever goes against the grain on this uh, this sacred cow uh, of, of American exceptionalism and American imperialism either gets blacklisted completely like Noam Chomsky or, or Norman Finkelstein like, um, or any number of academics like Chris Hedges or they are they're they're neutered effectively they're silenced um yeah. they get temporarily he definitely uh, pushed aside. He, he fully got more shit for that than he did um saying the n-word -word. Oh, <laughs> yeah sure. it's wild oh. yeah, i mean like, i was bringing kinda, that up yeah. just to pivot to that section yeah because like it is the things he gets in trouble for it's kind of like all they're all sort of like why are you even like really talking about that man <laughs> Like, you know, like it's like because uh, yeah. he's so soft on other things where he should like, you know, put his foot down and, um, you know, have principles over certain issues. And then he like, you know, he kind of goes like all in on some things. We're like, why? What? You want to say yeah. the N word? Like, why? Yeah, he's just I mean, it's boomer humor. Like, yeah. he's edgy <laughs> on that sort of stuff. But, like, all of his jokes basically are, like, Orange Man Kofefe-based. You know what I mean? Like, it's not funny. And when he does go edgy, it's like, ha-ha, prison rape. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? Um, 
Yeah, it's just it's weird, man. That's uh, it, also one of those one of those things where like uh, you know you can you can make a joke like that and and make an edgy joke like that and still not even be remotely funny. Because I I do see the value in edgy humor. I think edgy humor can be funny, mm-hmm. but um, not when Bill Maher's doing it. You know, well it's it's fake edge. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Except for the nine eleven stuff. So the, no, the ni- the nine eleven stuff is you know is it's just a, it's a salient point. Yeah, um, but uh, if we want to if we want to go back to the N word uh, controversy, or if we want to segue Bro, I into always something else go from in there, back into okay. Well, I'll tell you this much: <laughs> one of the big reasons why I had a falling out with the guy that you were mentioning on uh, or, or in the earlier part of the episode, Destiny, was yeah, literally because he said. That he says the N word all the time. What? Um, in private, and and like he's a big debate lord, so like he had to debate that, and and there was a falling out between like him and his, uh, him and his friend who is black uh, on a show, and he was like, "What the fuck? Like, don't don't say that. Like, apologize." And uh, the the cultivation of that, the final chapter of that saga, the N word controversy led to him like typing out uh what is known as the n-word manifesto on reddit whoa (laughs) where every single person that had dared tell him like you're wrong about your take here uh got uh their got their entire like personal histories exposed i guess he like did a deep dive um on everyone including like a a black activist uh and college professor uh you know, he like pulled some really, really fucked up uh, details of their past and and said that they were all wrong and that he was right. And uh, he broadcasted that manifesto to 20,000 people on Twitch. And uh, that was when I was like, yeah, this is, uh, yeah, I'm never, you know, I normally don't even talk about him. I just wanted to bring that up because it's a very, it's a very funny, very like online uh, gamer thing. Yeah, where? How can I find that if I wanted to search for it? Mm, I don't know. It's it's on a subreddit. Uh, I'll send it to me later. You'll find. That's it. That's so yeah. funny. Was he like he was like digging up dirt on them basically? Yeah, he like, did, like oh, so Trump you actually can't tell like, me. I can't say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did the Trump thing of like, oh, you think I'm wrong? Well, here's what you've done. Um, he like edited he out on your wife. Of, yeah, he <laughs> he edited out something of mine to say like I had a different take on it uh, when I didn't. But you know, I I got I got off light, uh, I, and I assume it's not because. Uh, oh, so you because, were in it? Oh yeah, no, because I was one of the people who was like, "Dude, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, if you're gonna say it, just lie about saying that you say." Yeah, it that's publicly. the funniest thing. It's like, why are you even telling people that? Be like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm my, doing my, my dishes, was, and I just say it. I say my it to point myself was, all the if time. If you're gonna say it, if you're gonna say it, at least lie about saying it publicly. Yeah. Or or like. You know, just avoid it entirely. Like, don't don't have that conversation because you, you know, you're you're ruining all the work that you might have done with like de-radicalizing people, and then like turning around and being like, I say the n-word all the time. Um. Anyway, that's so weird. So was, why would you? Why are you doing that in the first place? Why are you telling people that you do that? That's so like. He like, can't not debate. By the yeah. way, uh, everybody at home, make sure to clip that audio of Hassan. 
Oh Jesus Christ! I mean, whatever, <laughs> dude. I'm, I'm live Make on sure Twitch. I'm live on Twitch twelve hours a day, dude. If you want to find things out of context, like there are treasure troves. <laughs> yeah, Hassan. Of, <laughs> just the yeah. clip where he's like, "I say the N word all the time." No, there's, yeah, there's much. Yeah, more. also clip. Yeah, clip that of Jack too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Make there sure is, <laughs> there is much worse stuff out there that uh, that has been clipped out of context that I've said on my stream. Mm. So, yeah, it, I don't think it's gonna get me anymore. Who knows? But oh. yeah. All right, boys. Well, Hassan, on that note, I'd say uh, we could probably wrap this episode up before we get in our, any more trouble. But, um, dude, it was great to have you on. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. This was fun. And we would love to come on your stream if you ever want us. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, ha happy to come on and talk about all the bad words I say in my private life, you know? <laughs> all right, good. You Just can get, get myself your... canceled. Yeah, you can get your your um your gaming credentials or we can hit the vr club once i get a headset that's the well that's like that's kind of a rite of passage yeah right you got to get a you vr know, lap dance from having a, you gotta a have a girl. you gotta have a heated gamer moment yeah heated gaming moment to really blow up on twitch that's how you get that's how you get verified on twitch that's how yeah, yeah. you have to say you have to say it yeah, you have to say it before they verify you on Twitch. You can sometimes yeah. you could get loopholes where you use a different slur. You could use a Polish slur sometime if the Twitch mods <laughs> are, you know, feeling generous. Yeah. Um, well, all right. I, I uh, engage in a lot of anti-Italian phrasophobia to to make up for my lack of racism against other races. <laughs> so I just I just uh, make fun of the Italian race. But I, I've I've put it on hold now that Chris Cuomo got coronavirus, and you know Italy's yeah. been hit hard. With yeah, we need a virus. Yeah. So I'm I've, not making I've with, fun of American Italians anymore as much as I was Italian Americans. I, I think I've withheld. There were definitely some jokes in my head. I might have sent a couple on the pod. Yeah, I did say them yeah. on the pod. Never mind. <laughs> but I've been trying, you know. I got to support yeah. Chris and the Italians. Yeah, I, I'm devastated, to be honest. Uh, but, uh, you know, we'll you know, shouts out to Chris Cuomo. We're with you in this, brother. Mm hmm. Call mom. Uh, yeah. All right. Thanks for coming on, Hassan. Um, all right, later. All right. Stay yeah. safe out there, everybody. Stay safe.